This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, hey, hello, leavers and believers, and welcome back, or welcome to Leaving Hillsong. This is part two of There's No Honeymoon in Hillsong Land, and yes, I even got the title wrong last week. And we carry on this week with part two of me and Grace just sitting up one night late, just uh, chewing the fat having a yarn as we say in Australia so there's a lot of bits and pieces and this is where we move into the more of the gossip section and for some of you the news might be a teensy bit old because we had a massive technical crisis here at Living Hillsong last weekend involving Liquid and my MacBook and really don't know what's going to happen next but Please bear with us and the sound quality will vary, you have been warned. This conversation picks pretty much up from where we left it last time. We start with some kingdom builders. We move on to the big names and what they've been saying about themselves and what's being said about them quite recently on social media. So settle on in, listen in, join in and come chat with us for part two of there's no honeymoon in Hillsong Land. With Grace. Okay. I'm on their website. Okay, so you're looking at Kingdom Builders and it's an actual financial hierarchy within the church. The Kingdom Builders thing was, a, you know, this financial pyramid or, or I don't know, where there's these tiers of commitment, financial commitment. So, I mean, what's the what's the opening rank? What's the Yeah, because... Look, they they come under Hillsong Foundation. It looks like Andrew Denton's actually written a book that has a forward by Brian Houston about kingdom building. But essentially, we can we can talk about the Dentons if. Oh, so, uh, the Dentons. I mean, they're a, a 
the Denton family has been a part of Hillsong since Hills Christian Life Centre days and if you want to take it from there, but they're, you know, they've been pretty involved with the church the whole time and my understanding is that their work revolves around building and landscape, yeah. all kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, I just, I just wasn't sure was he still on the board. I, I, I don't know. You'd have to. So Kingdom Builders. Oh, it's just really interesting to see what. Oh, well, I'm going through the annual, annual report and it looks like what they've done is that Tell Kingdom Builders played a massive part in um, making it a reality didn't say what their breakdown was of how much okay. they offered alone. I have I have got it somewhere. There's a so there's a list of tiers that might start at, I don't know, ten thousand dollars, then twenty, maybe fifty, a hundred, and you go up in uh, rewards or whatever, like with any kind of program, the more you spend, the more you get. And like you were saying, as you go up in investment, because I don't know what the returns are there, but you you know, you get to be part of inner circles more and more and those kind of benefits, yeah? Yeah, literally. So financial leaders, they call them within Nilsong Church, everyday people with the conviction to advance the kingdom of God on earth through their generosity. Our kingdom builders make an annual commitment to contribute generously each year to the foundation. Kingdom builders gather for supper and breakfast events throughout the year and annual retreat in the Hunter Valley. On a local level, Kingdom Builders are often leading in the areas of connect groups, business groups, and local gatherings at their campus. And then there's this book, Kingdom Builders, How to Live an All-In Life That Turns Vision into Reality by Andrew Denton, forward by Brian Houston. I think a big part of that is because it's a donation to the foundation, then it'll be tax deductible. While you get membership, you also get it to count it as a tax deduction to a charity. Yeah, well, interestingly enough, you can buy Andrew Denton's book, but it doesn't quite go onto Hillsong's store. Like, it meant to go straight into Hillsong's store, and it doesn't really come up. Man, there's a lot of... There's a lot of merchandise available, and I am wondering who the hell is buying this. Well, because you were talking about kingdom builders in terms of you can't believe what the church has turned into. Or... I think as well, like, let's now go on to, like, some of the, like, posts that have been surfacing online. I mean, you're talking about comments like... Let me rephrase I'll rephrase it. I'll take that back. One major mega church in Sydney, to their shame, to their utter stupidity, and I've texted the leaders, and I'm going to follow up on them. They're teaching their young people critical race theory at a youth group. No wonder no one's showing up. No wonder you are losing thousands of people. No wonder you're going broke. You want to go broke. I hope they put a big for sale sign on your door. Disgusting. I don't send my kids to youth group to hear about critical race theory. I send them to hear the gospel. And people that go to that place, you want to walk out in droves and write to the leaders, including the pastor that doesn't exist there. That's Pat Mercedi, and he is a former, one of the... Uh, original 18 of Hills Christian Life Centre and he was summarily dismissed about 20 years ago 
and he's still not very happy about that. And I didn't know he had kids that he was sending to Hillsong Youth Group or any youth group. I, I, I don't know. I didn't know he had an understanding of sociology and the pros and cons of critical race theory, but there you have it. There's, you know, a lot of people are fired up out there. He's just one of them. Who else have we got? I mean, at the yeah. other end of the scale, you've got Brian with, you know, doing a kind of wistful book cover pose and, yeah, he's asking for prayer. He says his court case is looming and pray for me. And, it, you know, when the shepherd is going to the sheep and saying, hey, have you guys got any ideas of, you know, what I should do, you've got to wonder, but the word looming is looming. He's worried. This man's concerned. What do you think? Oh, well, you know, he was so excited that he got picked up by a friend in the States who had this big printout of a star with his face on it, on the bonnet of the car. He says he's preached in eight cities or something. It's like he's trying to advertise he's been on tour and stuff. What is it? Well, I was going to say, yeah, he's trying to continue the good work, right? But also I feel like the American chapter... I want to call it that of your song that's really rejected brian i mean how many well, well not just brian but the the you know the hill song tattoo brand yeah they've all like been moving away so i find it interesting that he's spending all his time over there what's he doing oh we know he wants to live there it's pretty clear that uh, they're relocating over there. There's all kinds of businesses and properties that have been bought over the last couple of years. My understanding is that if he gets found guilty, he won't be able to enter the United States because it's a crime of moral turpitude. True. And the US doesn't like all that. So that dream could vanish or... You know, he gets found not guilty, but, you know, it has to go through the whole trial process. Yeah, I'm still keen to watch. <laughs> what do you think he'll be like? I've had all kinds of uh, theories of how this is going to go because it's pressure for anybody, but for someone like that who's not used to being in the spotlight for negative reasons or, you know, is able to control it, what do you think he'll be like come December trial? I think... He'll be heavily relying on the people that he's paying to represent him to get the outcome that he wants. I'm just unsure. Do you think he's frightened? I mean, what do you see in his posts? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I think someone of that much profile, at the end of the day, he is, you know, he, he's, in a, he's in hot water and he needs to think about treading very lightly but I, I i think you know some of that high profile i mean he, he created a global platform for himself as it is it looks like he thinks he's going to survive all of this and just reinvent himself but you know we know these things aren't aren't so easily i guess um swallowed by society you know yeah kind of yeah. hold him to true to you know, forever being that person. That's who you were. Sadly, Laura, everybody else with the Houston last name is going to suffer the same. Uh, and funny you should say that because it, it is such an interesting comment. I truly believe 
this situation could have been resolved in infinite ways so much earlier and yet Brian Houston's been willing to just, you know, forsake these kids, like you say, their name. I mean, and it's all going to go on display because what? Because stubborn pride at what? Mm. I mean, these poor grandchildren and so, you know, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't consent to being dragged through all this either. Yeah, I think it's really difficult to know i think they're very smart and cunning and they they don't necessarily possess many skills but i know that they know a lot of people and they have money behind them so i think they will find people who they will that will champion them oh, and for sure. there's there's a clear following i mean for sure. there is a very clear following via brian's facebook people who love and adore him so somehow I mean, they can't quite see that there is you know that would he's just a flawed human just like everybody else and yeah. that he's refusing to admit he's wrong so i think that's very problematic and we're only just going to see that resurface in another situation at some point i mean speaking of you know cunning and stuff there's uh just as an update so Former Pastor John McMartin was in court this week for the final day of his criminal hearing. McMartin is or was the leader of a church in Sydney's, what, southwest, Liverpool, about an hour out of Sydney, and sat there very comfortably for about 30 years. He was actually one of the first points of contact, of disclosure by so, so in terms of Brian's criminal trial in t uh, regarding concealment, McMartin was one of the first people, I think the third person that was told when the issue first came to light and, you know, that all came out in the Royal Commission. So, you know, he's caught in that web. He's got indecent exposure or contact charges of his own, uh, you know, it, a man in his 60s against an 18-year-old woman. And then this week, his son, who was running a church, has stepped aside because of an investigation into improper behaviour with a male congregant. So, you know, it's right through the family, these kinds of scenarios or questions or what the hell's going on? Yeah, very true. It's just incredible. Yeah, I guess we should be a fly on the wall for that case that he's in. The churches have released statements, but you know as well as I do that they don't do it until, you know, their arms being so badly twisted behind their back yep. that there's no other way out. Yeah. That's uh, exactly. Your thoughts on the older Carl Lentz photo shoot? Did you have anything to say there? We love a bit of family portraiture. And mm. a reinvention of self. I don't know whether it represented your birth. Who knows? All I know, I made some comments what I noticed, like, about, well, I guess what my thoughts and feelings were about the whole situation because, you know, I think it does really push this whole 
what what do we do about cheating in in a mm-hmm. adultery in 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 the church, especially with someone so prominent? Some people would say I would have left Carl. Like you know, it was Laura that made the post as well. It's interesting. I could see what she was trying to come across in her little caption. You know, like who's who's counting the twenty two months and you know, to make your marriage what it's become. I mean, I don't know what it has become. This is very interesting all of it to me. You know, and some people wouldn't agree. That's okay. What else did you say? I look forward to sharing our story, how I came to that conclusion, and I think it's going to help a lot of people. I'm so proud of my husband for the responsibility he's taken. Definitely a book or a podcast or both. Come on. This is pre-marketing stuff and this continued like placement of Carl Lentz like he's like lost and you know he got dumped in the forest somewhere and he's I don't know do you know what I mean he looks like lost dazed and confused and it, come on what's that supposed to be is he are they trying to make him as like unappealing as possible as well like he looks stunned. yeah it says like I'm so proud of the responsibility he's taken mostly I'm grateful for a man who humbled himself and didn't try to defend himself he has kept quiet publicly and he's remained focused on the one thing that matters most, our family. I mean, all in all, these were my thoughts. Mm. Some people have said, like, oh, this is a total lead-up to a new book or a new ministry. Oh, you know, oh. Like, some people thought, oh, well, he's, has he got narcissistic personality disorder? His narcissism, you know, it's very hard to cure, which, you know, I can <laughs> see where people are coming from with that thought that like you know what is this about and and I said look traditionally what I've what I've grown up is is I think once something was like once adultery was committed I mean people were allowed what my idea was that apparently women were allowed to walk away from the marriage if adultery was committed because it was a it was a violation of the vows so they mm. were allowed divorce based on that i mean that's what i used to grow up yeah that's the only justification for divorce wasn't it yeah yeah i imagine as well that there are obviously many alternatives and and them staying together carl and laura is you know i would say like a new agey kind of response to okay you know it's just not how so well i mean it's the biggest violation of a, of a, of a marriage. Like, well, he was having sex with the this designer. You know, I don't know. It just anyway. If both parties want to work it out, obviously, it's obviously up to them. It is unpopular opinion because he's cheated, but ultimately, it's a joint decision. And and we know that it wasn't just about the designer. I mean, there's been all these other things that have come out about him as well. I mean. My thing is I I fear that a lot of relationships really don't have what it takes. Like let's I'm being honest here. I'm being very brutally honest here. A lot of relationships don't have what it takes to truly navigate such a significant breaking of vows mm-hmm. and, and, and knowing that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This was a symptom of a much bigger problem that Carl had, but Laura's also part of that problem. Sorry, but she is. I mean, well, wasn't she in on it with, with the... With the Leona Kimes stuff, and oh, I mean, right of the Leona Kimes him stuff. being away a lot, like doing this sneakily in the back streets of New York City. I mean, come on! Didn't someone find the whole thing came out because it was of an employer who employee? Sorry, that mm. yeah, that gave it to Laura. Like I don't I, know, but all I, we know no. is the story's not over, and. The public finding out about this was obviously at a later date to Laura knowing about it and making a decision of what to do. A lot of relationships do not have what it takes to, to truly navigate this sort of stuff. With the way that Carl Lance, Laura Lance, everybody in this kind of mob, you want to call it, portray everything about their life. Like I'm thinking about the Houstons. I'm thinking about everybody who are part of this whole subculture within the culture. I feel it sends such unhealthy, unrealistic messages to people out there. I mean, reconciliation needs to be authentic. It's messy. Surely they are are getting professional help to guide them through all of this. They're not just talking to their bloody prayer warriors or... Well, who would you go to? I mean, I've always wondered this. Like, who does the Dalai Lama, like, debrief with? Do you know what I mean? Who does the... Well, there's always a mentor beyond you. There's mm. always somebody who is more wiser, more, you know, resilient, who's gone through the situation you have, but they've done it yonks ago and now they're helping others. I mean, there's always somebody out there. But, you know, that's my big fear, like, is perpetuating BS of purity culture that is so heavily attached to pride and mm. salvaging something that might might be better left broken. That's like, interesting. Expand on that if you want. Mm. This purity culture just is is cradle to grave stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess my point in saying that is like it's so how much do we push trying to salvage something when we should really just leave it there? Now, you know, rebirth is just as significant in Christianity, leaving your past behind and starting something new. True. Like it's me having a tongue-in-cheek comment about concepts in the Bible, but really like sometimes things need to be left behind and you know obviously we'll see what happens to the story like the fruit of it will be how the kids really get through all of this and how they reach their adulthood because that's the fruit like that's the fruit of all of that stuff like how much can you cover up your humanity and that's cool no one really cares I mean you want to be famous you want to stay famous you're gonna that you're gonna have a million people talk and talk about you and write about you for the rest of your days like that's what you get for being famous so 
even there's elements of, I mean, people trying to get up on soapboxes now and in panels and talk about real world shit and be these cool anthropologists without doing the study. But, I mean, for me, I'm like, your experience of life is valid, but it doesn't relate to the average Joe Blow life. Yeah, and and I mean, I think part of that, because I've been doing a bit of thinking on this, is there's anyone that doesn't know, Carl Lentz's father was a pastor who, Stephen mm. Lentz, I believe, who wrote a book about, you know, how to grow a church like a business. And Laura uh, was originally Laura Brett, and she's the daughter of Kevin Brett, who's Brian Houston's acquaintance or friend from New Zealand days. So they're both just pastors' kids. And I've been thinking this week, they're just, they were just two kids as such born into this, you know, this huge delusion of, of I, grandeur I and destiny and, were, and they were lambs to the slaughter. I heard that they were already having sex before they were even engaged and that <laughs> Laura was apparently pregnant with their first child and so they hurried up the engagement, which Robert Ferguson, apparently, you know, he he's not notorious for telling people not to be engaged for too long because of the temptation it is. Yeah, I haven't I mean, done the maths to figure out when they were married, like Carl and Laura were married and when the first born was born. Like I'll have a look. Because you know how every year they they advertise, oh, 22 years of being married. You know, like I've never gone back and actually seen, but apparently someone who was in the church circles back then, that's what their memory was of those two when they got hitched. But moving forward, I mean, these are just rumours and he said, she said, but at the end of the day, like, there's going to be anger. There's going to be resentment in, in the situation and in conversations and with what's gone on. You know, any normal family will be dealing with this sort of shit, like who, who is going through this sort of stuff, is going to be dealing with it for a very long time. You know, let alone someone, a family who's famous as anything and part of a purist kind of cult. You know, there's more than praying and, you know, God is good. Like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of work that needs to be done for true reconciliation. So it's not done and then, yep, cool, moved on. Like, I just feel like the whole post set a lot of false expectations and a lot of hope that was just unrealistic. Like, be real. You know, I know that she probably is pursuing that without saying things that, you know, speak to character or you know situation but there's other people hurt here you know and that's not what's also being addressed either yeah what kind it's of a thousands well there's the thousands of people that followed him oh uh, yeah yeah, saw yeah him like jesus yeah. christ right that is the fallout and i don't care that he's humbled himself and kept quiet i think he's just quiet as a mouse because the silence is deafening because if he was to say anything, people were just going to lose their shit at him. <laughs> I mean, uh, turn comments well, off. Well, interestingly, though, various other people get dragged onto stage to beg for the congregation's forgiveness and be exposed, and yet it didn't happen to Carl, it didn't happen to Brian, it didn't happen to Frank. And Carl actually, remember, he wrote in that original Instagram post something about I have not been given the opportunity. I'd like to tell you this myself, but I've not been given the opportunity to do that. 
So he must have been yanked like on those cartoons, you know, with the big hook off stage. What do you think in terms of turnover? Because I reckon three years, half the people in a Hillsong meeting have never heard of Carl Lentz, wouldn't know who he was. Yeah, well, I don't know. I always knew who he was, but they did leave the Hillsong brand for a while and were on um, something beach. I think that's where he was before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the late noughts. All I remember is that it was Laura and Pete's wedding, Laura Houston's wedding, and they were at the reception and Carl, (laughs) like, was in Fiji, and Carl was there and they were all around the table laughing and joking and talking together. And the story goes that Brian, it was like this conversation about Imagine Nilsson went, went to New York City and... You know, it was like this agreement across the table that it was like if it was ever happening, then Carl was going so to be cool. there. I, I wish that would happen at my wedding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That people yeah. just did major church deals across the table. I'm just trying to get married. Can I have two hours off? Well, um, yeah, well, guys, there's no honeymoon in Hillsong Land. You you <laughs> would have your honeymoon enough to be at church on that Sunday. It was go to church on the Sunday after you got married on the Saturday because Friday was youth. Oh, literally. And then go to your honeymoon after Sunday. How awkward. Goodness. I wonder if you could tithe your wedding gifts. I mean, it is a form of income. Where is this lady who had the affair with Carl? Where is she now? She went on some reality TV show and she called herself, she said, I'm not a mistress, I'm a mystery lady. And I, for the only kind of stuff I read was that, like, other contestants didn't kind of warned that. They're like, ah, oh, because one of them was like, but my dad was a pastor. He's saying he had an affair with a married man pastor. Right. Yeah. Um, she is not so well. Carl's type, though. Oh, really? Yeah. She's, like, creative and rough around the edges. Like, she's so Carl's type. Yeah, she's super cool designer. You could imagine the kind of, you know, what kind of ink are you planning on getting next while they, you know, have shots of tequila or whatever was going on. Because <laughs> then I think, you remember he used to bring around bottles or something they get drunk together and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but she is so his type. Sorry, Laura, I- but... <laughs> Because that was presented almost in a purity culture narrative, like this was his first affair, you know, and he just didn't know what to do about it. And yet we know that's just not the case. And there's this, you know, this fascinating little section of page six in the New York Post, which talks about Laura and Carl Lentz on Jennifer Lopez's yacht after the Super Bowl, I think it was 2016. And women being all over Carl, in, in fact, you know, just some of the quotes are like a womanising kind of terror. But, you know, Laura's on the same boat and she was sitting on his lap sometimes and women were sitting on his lap sometimes. So obviously we can't speak to how happy she is about it, but we can't say he didn't know nothing. Yeah. Oh, well, the world and the story continues. Like, that's all I have to say. Like, this ain't really going anywhere. 
you know, it's not changing, it's not developing, it's not admitting its wrongs or committing to a a, a system change. Like, well, it, it would be nice to have Phil Dooley, you know, make comments ab- about this and how they can move forward as a church and ensure that this sort of stuff doesn't happen. But that would mean more accountability. Well, what do you see? Because I get this question in every interview. What would it take for Hillsong to change to do well? Like, what do they need to do? Become fair and humble and actually get to know the people that are around them and not just see people as opportunities to control or monopolise their time, but to Mm. make them make the leadership more about servanthood and less about stature and opportunity to speak and share rubbish. I think I think a lot of the words that come out of people's mouth on platform need to be monitored. Mm-hmm. I think they can't just be sharing willy-nilly things that they think <laughs> yeah. are okay to talk about and then start shaping kids and young people's ideas and futures. I don't I don't like that. I think a lot of things need to be thought of, you know, in a more critical lens. People learn to have some critical thinking, but not just critical thinking. They need to they need to engage in reflection on themselves and what's going on and how do we what does healthy look like? That's interesting. Yeah. The the insight of the organization as a whole is not fantastic from the outside. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, look, it's a symptom of what else goes on in the business world, corporate world. I mean, it's a dog-eat-dog. It's full of self-gain, self-interest. Why is the church behaving the same way? Yeah, you would think that would be its point of difference. But, I mean, you know, I'm not running a a formerly hugely successful global company, but... Well, you know, you, you had to wonder how long this thing was going to last. Very interesting. Don't go too far, Grace, because there's a lot more coming up. Definitely. There's, there's a trial looming and there's uh, prayers to be prayed. So talk to you soon. Yes, let's chat soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So she calls me up the other day, Grace, and she says, been out of the place for two years. How long is this deconstruction going to take? Uh, we do love her. Thank you so much, Grace, for your time and your wisdoms and your fresh experience and outlook. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to be with us today here at Leaving Hillsong. Please keep the messages coming in and the support and the likes and the shares and the subscribes and all of that actually got stacks of great content in the bank uh, ready to be released so as soon as I can get this uh, technical situation organized uh, we'll be back on course for usual and so until we talk again keep being kind to yourselves and be kind to each other and keep leaving Hillsong we'll talk soon bye
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.